Welcome everyone to The Rift, Enlightenment Within the Divide, a podcast hosted by me, Sam Denning. It's dedicated to talking to people that are living and working within these crazy times that we have right now. Today, joining us is one of my good buddies growing up, Jay Plyburn. He currently lives outside of Atlanta, Georgia. He is a newlywed and he has a story to tell. Uh, He will not be living outside of Atlanta, Georgia for much longer. So this podcast is devoted to discussing what his plans are and how he got to that point in his life. So please uh, enjoy, enjoy the podcast and enjoy what Jay has to say. All right, Jay, are you with us? I am with you, Sam. All right. So let's start out by uh, everybody. This is Jay Plyburn. Uh, Jay, I've known you most of my life. uh, Yeah. And you've had a long journey of things uh, getting you to the point that you're at now. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So, uh, let's see how far back to go here. Well, you and I know each other from, from church, uh, growing up in Huntington, West Virginia and, and running around together there. Um, and stayed, stayed close through the years up, uh, up through you being in our wedding last fall, which was wonderful. But, um, my, my career has been an adventure within itself, um, getting a degree in, in journalism, and then going to work for different TV news stations, first in Texas for a few years, and then Northwest Arkansas. Um, and then the entertainment industry as a whole brought me to Atlanta, which has a lot of productions or had a lot of productions prior to COVID-19. I think they'll, they'll be coming back at some point. Um, but um, it's, been a, it's been a good ride. It's been a wild ride. And then um, everything obviously is very different this year. So um, my, my new wife and I uh, just got married last fall. She uh, had been talking about this idea of going on a, a grand adventure, and um, we weren't exactly sure what that would look like. We knew we liked to hike and camp. As a matter of fact, we, we backpacked for part of our honeymoon um, in the Smoky Mountains and had a really good time. And um, we ended up inheriting a camper van from, uh, from her uncle who passed away awesome. last year. And yeah, so we've been, we've been renovating this van. Um, over the past few months, really talking about or, or dreaming about taking it on the road and, and seeing as much of the country as possible. But that wasn't necessarily feasible. Even even as the craziness of coronavirus started happening, it still seemed like a, a long shot that we would take it on the road. And then everything kind of fell into place at once. Um, she resigned from her full-time job uh, for some ethical reasons uh, within the, the company there. And uh, a couple weeks later, like less than less than three weeks later, um, I found out that my department at the NBC affiliate here was being dissolved. My the entire team I work with was, was being let go, essentially, on good terms. And they gave us plenty of notice, a couple months notice. Um, so we decided, yeah, this is the time to to hit the road and uh it's 
Yeah. So it's when scary. everyone else in the country is uh, on lockdown, you guys are being set free. We are being set free. Yeah. And, and the timing of it's really pretty incredible because the lease at our apartment uh, is up actually one week from today. And so as it got closer to time, you know, do we sign a new lease? Do we extend the current lease a little bit? We decided, no, let's just let, let, let the lease expire and we'll, we will make the van as livable as possible. And um, we will essentially move into it once the lease expires. And even as I say those words now, it sounds so crazy to me. But as, as we have, you know, researched this and really kind of sunk our teeth into the idea of van life, we're not so much living in the van as much as we are living in the green spaces around the van, wherever we, we post up. We will be going to, our, our real goal is to hit as many national parks as possible. We love, you know, like I said, hiking and, and, and camping. So yeah, that- to go, and those are, those are still open right now. Exactly. Um, that was actually going to lead me into a couple questions uh, related to this. So how much prep work have you done, not just in getting the van ready, but like, you know, what all have you packed? Do you plan on taking food? Do you plan on trying to eat food that you find? Do you plan on eating just at local grocery stores? You know, uh, are you going to stay at KOAs or state parks? You know, how long are you going to live this life? You know, these are just a couple questions, uh, you know, if you'd like to address sure. to the audience, uh, we'd love to hear what, what all you guys have done and prepared for. Well, to answer the question of how long, that's totally up in the air. We've been telling people six months, give or take. Um, I told a good friend of mine that a couple couple of nights ago, and, and he laughed, and he said, I give it four months at the very most um, before you guys decide <laughs> to settle down. And so we're, we're really just kind of playing it by ear. That's the beautiful thing about, you know, we don't, we're not tied to any particular area now that we are, are free from our, respective jobs. I just had my, my last day on the job two days ago. So, so we're totally free from all that. One of the things that we're hoping um, to find in our travels is a place that we really love, that, we, that we'd like to call home, that we'd like to, to lay down some roots. And we don't know where that's going to be. So that's where we're going to hit as many kind of interesting areas as possible and just see, um, see what feels right to us, see where we might want to uh, set up shop next. To answer the question of, of eating, um, I think that's going to change day to day, but we are really excited. So we uh, we're vegan for the most part, pescatarian. We, we eat some fish every now and again. Um, but we, um, so we have kind of a unique diet in that regard, very plant-based, but we have learned to love farmer's markets because um, you can almost always get good, fresh produce at farmer's markets. And that's something we're really looking forward to is traveling to new places, going to the farmer's markets. And, and all the farmer's markets we've seen recently are, are very smart in the way they, they do the social distancing. Everything's spaced out. Everybody's wearing masks and all that. You can't sample food like you used to be able to. So so we feel confident that, that we will still be safe going to those farmer's markets and buying fresh produce. Not only does that support, you know, local farmers and, and, and whatnot, but it also, you know, gets us nutrients. Um we are also signed up. We are members of a, a, a group called Wolf. Um, so it's a, a, a worldwide organization of organic farmers, something to that extent. Okay. And it's a program that allows you to um, to learn about farming techniques. And it's, they're set up all over the country. And you, you go and you help out. You actually help 
do the farming. And then as long as you work, you get to eat for free and you get to stay there for free. So there are some benefits associated with, um, with this organization. And the more I research that, the more I'm really, really kind of into the idea of, of learning farming techniques. Cause I know nothing at this point. Um, but past that, we do have uh, a little kitchen set up in our van. So we've got a, a little two burner Coleman camping stove, uh, uses propane that we'd be able to cook on. Um, and then we have a, you know, a collapsible sink, uh, that is, that's right beneath a, a five gallon jug of water. So we'll, so we'll always have fresh water that we can drink or that we can, you know, wash off vegetables with, wash our hands with, and then be able to do some cooking. My wife, is a, is a very good cook and she has toyed with the idea of trying to come up with a, um, a unique cookbook, an uncooked book actually. So to, to find meals that we can eat raw, um, and that don't require cooking, um, cause we eat a lot of raw food anyway. So, um, and I'm sure we'll occasionally get some restaurant food. Just yeah. I think that it's it'd, it'd be a little bit. It'd be fascinating, you know. I don't, I don't know if your plans to go all the way out west, drive around in the south, and stay there for a little bit. Drive, you know. I don't know your exact uh, route, and maybe you guys have a little bit of a route planned out to start. A little bit. But is the camper yeah. van big enough that it has, sh- like a shower? Like, h- how will you guys do your hygiene? Are you going to have to do it at like a bathroom at the state park? Well, so we've that's an option. Yes, um, we have actually looked at getting. Uh, a gym membership for one of these national chains that, you know, they're open all over That's the place. That's a good um, idea. To where, yeah. So if we, if we did want to go in someplace and get a hot shower, we have that option. We do also have uh, what's just called a solar shower. So it is, it's nothing real complicated. It's a, it's a, uh, a black bag that you can fill with water. Um, and then it, it just heats up from the sun and it's got a spout on one end. You can, you know, kind of hook it, hook it into a tree or, you know, we can hook it to the top of the van and uh, just let gravity bring the water out onto us. So it's, we haven't used it yet, um, but we have it if we need to. And there's also the, the idea of, you know, cleaning our bodies off in fresh, fresh water, you know, it, right. uh, a river or a stream or anything would come across a waterfall. Um, we'll give, so, um, yeah. Because I'm curious, and, and I'm sure our listeners are curious, give us an idea of the size of this camper van. Because I'm I'm thinking maybe it's like an actual maybe conversion van, or or is it more like a is it a lot bigger than that? You know what what kind of size are you talking about? It's a pretty big van. It's um, there were three rows of seats. Um, I'm trying to think. Is it, is it, is it like a, an RV that you would normally see somewhere? Or is it smaller than that? No, it's, it's smaller than an RV. So it's, my wife is telling me it's just short of 10 feet from the back of the. Okay. So it's, it's truly a van. van. It's truly a van. It's truly a van. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's not an RV. So that's giving, you know, um, giving the listeners an idea of the size of your, you know, traveling home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it had three rows of seats. That was one of the first things we did was take the seats out. So the only two seats that are left are the two front seats, the driver's seat and the, and the passenger seat. Um, and there's, no, there's not enough room to stand up unless you're a tiny little person. Um, that's the one thing I, I wish we did have is, is an extended roof, which they make a lot of the camper vans with those now. Um, but there's no standing in this van. Um 
but I think it'll be fine because I'll be able to stand outside the band whenever I want to. Um, but we, we took the seats out and then we put flooring down. That was kind of the first process for us. Um, so again, it's not a, not a huge area to do flooring. The flooring was extremely challenging though. That was, that was, that was a lot of work more than I expected. Came out pretty good though. Um, and then we made, we watched a really cool, uh, a series of YouTube videos, um, on ways to build a bed, something that you can comfortably sleep in. And then we wanted something that converts into a couch as well. So it doesn't have to always be a bed. And we found these videos called Eric loves earth. Eric enjoys earth, excuse me. And it's great. And, and this guy just gives these tutorials on how he built out a van. that's actually much smaller than ours. Um, and, uh, and he gives a step-by-step on how to do it. So we, used his guide for making this bed slash couch. And it's not like a futon. Most people, you know, are, are used to a futon that just lays flat into a bed and then folds up into an L shape. This is totally different. This actually picks up in the middle. So it creates a couch on both sides. Oh, so neat. we have it set up in our van to where when it's set up as a couch, we can sit inside the van facing forward, just like the two front seats, or we can sit on the back side of the couch with the double doors open and, and look out the back of the van, which is a really cool concept. And then of course it lays flat, everything locks into place. It was, um, it was a unique process to build it, but, um, we, we bought all this, you know, the lumber and the supplies for it and, uh, put that together. We've got the cushions. We, we ordered custom cushions for it. Obviously you need to have to have certain size cushions. So everything folds appropriately. Um, and, um, and then have a, have a local friend, uh, putting the, uh, material that we found around the cushions. So we've had a lot of help from a lot of people here locally in, in Metro Atlanta, which has been great, but that's really all we have room for in the van, you know, behind the, the driver's seat and the passenger seat, we have room for the, the bed slash couch. And then this tiny little kitchen area, which, you know, like I said, it's just a water tank with a uh, collapsible stove beneath it. Obviously there'll be a gray water tank beneath that. Um, and then a little, little countertop area with our uh, our two burner stove there's not a whole lot of room past that so um wow, that, it's i mean that's been, uh, that's crazy well so yeah uh, one more uh, question related to preparation for this so how much sure. how much i mean do you guys have a good amount of money saved up are people helping you to finance this because if you go to state parks you're gonna have to pay i'm sure um you know pay for fuel and getting food um you know, how long do you think you can sustain just the cost of, and I know that it's not that expensive, obviously, but you know, the cost of just, you know, driving the van around and, and surviving. That is the big question is how, how long can we sustain someone, um, who's actually done this before a, a friend, friend of ours had, uh, had told us they recommended we have at least 10 grand each to, to live off of. And that would be if we were not going to be working remotely at all, if we were just relying on saving, hold on a second. Oh, just 10 grand. I thought it was 10 grand each, 10 grand between the two of us. So that doesn't even seem like a lot to me as far as, as still being able to pay everything. Um, but you have to consider that our, our expenses will be much less than they would. Be. Yeah. We won't have they a rent payment next to nothing. Um, well, the only real expenses we're going to have are still be our cell phone bill, obviously gas to continue fueling our trip, and we'll be buying food along the way. 
But um, past that, we don't, you know, we no longer have an electric bill or a right. bill. One thing though, that um, I envision that will be something you probably will run across, especially if you do this for a while, are, are uh, van repairs. As you drive a van all over the place yes. for months, you know, you're probably going to run into, oh, you need your brakes replaced or, you know, you've had something go out and you're probably going to spend a day in an unknown town somewhere getting your van worked on sure. by somebody you don't know or trust. Uh, yeah, you're going well, to have a lot. You're going to have a lot of fascinating, you know, adventures within a big uh, adventure. But sure. during these times, which you touched on, you know, this COVID nineteen pandemic, you know, they're wanting to limit people's travel. But you know, the more I'm thinking about what you guys are doing, they're not really talking about you guys. You're traveling all over the place, but you're going to be about as socially distanced from life as uh, probably anybody on Earth. <laughs> Uh, well, that's just it. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're going to be coming in very little contact with anybody other than yourselves, unless you want to come right up on somebody. Right. And we, we are going to do our, our part to, to stay away from everybody else. As much as we like meeting new people, that's not really what this adventure is about at this point. Once the world goes back to normal, that'll be, that'll be all fine and good, but we will be keeping to ourselves obviously when we're when we're out hiking and, and camping there's there's not a whole lot of need to, to interact with people um and um and when we're on the road you know fun fun fact we have a uh, a little bucket with a, a pool floaty one of those um foam noodles if you will i created a travel toilet for emergencies <laughs> for the most part it's but a necessity, though. Facts of life. It's a necessity. You gotta have that, yeah. And this is make it to where we don't even have to stop to go in, you know, to a to a rest stop, um, we, unless we really really want to, because um, again, to try and to try and slow the spread of COVID nineteen, we want to do our part to to limit our, our interaction and our our. Um, yeah, I could, know, I could see about. a headline news story. You know, a pair of newlyweds traveling across the United States have spread COVID-19 into all 50 states and every small town yep. and every state park across the country. We don't want that on uh, our conscience. No, so. I don't think that's going to happen. I just, you know. Um, you, are you going, do you have any specific places mapped out for your first several weeks? Or are you just going to start out wing, winging it? We do. Um, we, like I said, our, one of our, our major goals is to visit as many national parks as possible. And so, uh, Whitney, my wife invested in a, a super cool map of the United States that shows each of the national parks. And there's a little like scratch off area for every national park. So whenever you visit one, you scratch it off and, and you um, know that you've been there. It yeah. exposes like a pine tree. Yeah. It's super cool. And so we're going to take that with us. Um, we've been to one so far for our, our honeymoon, uh, Smoky, Smoky Mountains. Um, and we are planning to first go up to Mammoth Cave State Park in Kentucky. National Park, I'm sorry. I keep saying State Park. Mammoth Cave National Park. And um, check that off our list. Spend some time there. My folks might actually come over from West Virginia and, and meet us there um, just because they've been missing us and they want to say hi and not touch each other, but just, you know, speak from across the, across the way. Um, from there, we are planning to go straight over to Colorado. Um, I've been there a couple of times. I really like it. My wife has never been there and really wants to go. Plus I have a very good friend who lives there and, and has said, 
you know, he will open his home to us at any time. It's, I can, the, the upstairs is separate from the downstairs. So he said, you guys can have whatever kind of wing of the house you want. So we'll probably go catch up with him. He's a filmmaker and want to talk, talk projects with him anyway. Um, we'll go out there. He's, he's in between Denver and Boulder, Colorado. So we'll go spend probably a week or two there. Um, doing some sightseeing. There's a lot of good hiking and camping in that area as well. Um, from there, we're planning to go up to Yellowstone. Um, I love Yellowstone. Yellowstone. We heard so many good things about Yellowstone National Park. And obviously, you know, just to see the pictures of it and, and videos, it looks incredible. But everybody said, you got to experience it in person. So we're, we're really excited about that. Um, yeah, drive through and the from, Tetons and Jackson Hole. Yeah, Grand Tetons. Up into Montana, past that, and then um, I think we're going to kind of go as far northwest as possible. So we you know we definitely want to stop and um, see what's going on in Portland, Oregon, which has been making headlines a lot recently. Um, and then on up into Washington, and then our plan is to just kind of trickle down the west coast. Um, you know, I know there's a lot of kind of scenic highways along the the coast there. Um, that we're excited to check out. Um, and then once we get kind of down into Southwest U.S., um, you know, spend some time at certain spots in uh, New Mexico, Arizona, and then kind of come back. So we're, so we're starting in Metro Atlanta, you know, up to, up to Denver, basically, on up to Washington. So we're kind of crisscrossing the U.S., going northwest first, that, you know, directly south, and then back up through um, the central part of the country. Um, the only real sort of timeline that we have is my cousin is getting married in North Carolina in November. So we're going to try to be there for her wedding. Um, and then my parents booked a condo for all of us in Williamsburg, Virginia, a couple of days after Christmas. So um, whether or not we actually take the van to North Carolina or to Virginia in de- December, we don't know. We can always, you know, if we if it feels safe, we can jump on a flight to get to these places. But I don't know. That's all still kind of worrisome as well at this point. So it's nice. We had actually we had some flights booked earlier this year. We were going to go to Denver, um, and we had tickets to a concert at Red Rocks uh, for the week of my birthday. And the flight got canceled. The concert got canceled because you know this pandemic still affecting so many parts of the country. So. Rather than just be bummed out about that, we we kind of shifted our focus and said, well, let's just let's just drive there. You know, let's yeah. let's make that the kind of the first leg of our trip. Because originally we were going to go up and visit my brother, um, who's in in Connecticut. We were going to go up that way first. And that no, let's just drive to Denver, and that'll be that'll be a fun fun, and that allows us to see a part of the country that we've not seen before between here and there. So yeah, and um, you know, in seeing the country the way you guys are seeing it, as opposed to flying over it, it's going to be so much better you're going to have oh yeah you're going to do things that nobody's ever done and probably are not going to do i actually envy you guys greatly um oh we'll take the we'll take a lot of pictures yeah well no that's what i was going to ask you you know we could talk about this for a long time i'm going to try to keep these podcasts between 25 and 30 minutes um sure as to not uh lose the attention of the listeners but you know you, you've been in media for most of your adult life um, and I know you have a YouTube page and things of that nature, but is there, you know, have you, have you been keeping a catalog maybe of photos or videos of what you've done to this van? 
Um, and are you going to have, you know, are there ways that people can keep up with you all on your travels? Yes, absolutely. Um, I got to credit my wife with coming up with the name, the sunny mooners. So since we are newlyweds, this is still kind of the honeymoon phase. And one of the things we're excited about on our, our adventure is, is seeing sunrises and sunsets. So, um, we just started a YouTube and Instagram page just a couple of days ago called the sunny mooners. And, um, we will, um, continue updating that with not only kind of tutorials on the van conversion, um, but also really just, um, travel blog of sorts as we, as we continue across the country. I did, uh, I, I have been doing time-lapse videos of all the, the work we've done in the van and it's been a lot of work. So I don't, I don't know how oh, much imagine. interest there is to people watch that, but you know, the flooring going in and, um, the building of the, um, the bed that converts into a couch. So, um, looking to get those posted here in the next week. And then, yeah, past that, it will really be kind of the daily routine. Here we are at this national park and here we are visiting this place. And, um, my, my wife and I, as you know, my wife and I met in a, uh, a dance studio a couple of years ago. She yeah. was teaching a hip hop dance class and I went in and, um, we totally hit it off. So we both really like to dance. So one of the other things that I've been talking about as silly as it sounds is, um, doing, doing like a weekly van dance, maybe even climbing up on top of the van and just boogie into whatever music we want to, and then putting it out there for people to watch. I know it sounds crazy, but I think it's, I've never seen anybody else do it. So, um, so, so keep, keep posted on the sunny mooners, uh, watch out for the, yeah, uh, the upcoming um, van dances. Well, what, what I'll do is on the, on the, on the title and the description of this, uh, for those that are listening, I'll put links to their, their pages for people to follow if they're interested. Um, you know, Jay, I really enjoy you being my very first interview. And for those of you listening, you know, if it seems a little choppy or my intro is not that great, you know, this is a, it's a learning, learning curve here on this podcast sure. as well. Uh, I just know Jay has an interesting story. Um, I want to thank him for allowing me to talk to him. Of course, he's one of my good friends. I've known him most of my life. As I said before, I consider him my best friend. I uh, was yeah, part, of, part of his wedding. Um, I know his lovely wife, Whitney, as well. So, you know, they're going to have a blast. Um, and I really look forward to seeing what's going on and possibly, with your permission, checking in with you maybe one or two times while you guys are out traveling and updating my listeners and uh, definitely contacting you when you return to see what you, or, or who knows where you're going to end up, like you've said. <laughs> but, you know, it, it may it may go on for a long time, but maybe we can check in with you and uh, keep everybody posted from my end. And obviously, if they're following you through your uh, YouTube and Instagram, then they're going to know what's going on anyway. So um, Yeah, by all means, would love to update you. Yeah, so uh, an open invitation to come back on here uh, in the future, Jay, and uh, we look forward to talking to you again. My pleasure. Thank you, Sam. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for joining in for episode number one of The Rift, Enlightenment Within the Divide uh, with your host Sam Denning, which is myself, and the interview with Jay Plyber. Uh, 
hope you enjoyed and tune in next week for another interview.